0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton.
1: All right, welcome aboard. I guess it's really official now, uh, Brady, because we're out and about and hanging out uh, live, Uh, and uh, today we're at uh, Marine City to take uh, a look at the uh, Mariners as uh, they get ready for the uh, season. And uh, these are the guys uh, in our area for a long time now that have been the uh, the, the cock of the walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went to the state finals last year. They make deep runs into the playoffs every year. They make the playoffs every year. Um, it's just disgusting how good they are.
2: Yeah, and well, it's the three most beautiful words every fall, football is back. Um, it, it's exciting finally out here. But, yeah, Marine City is obviously – the the, the creme de la creme when it comes to the programs in this area, but they have to replace a lot. They always seem to do. They always replace guys. You go, oh, how are they going to replace the Walkers? How are they going to replace Charles Tiger? How are they going to replace all these guys? And they find a way, but that's going to be the question, and I think there are going to be some names that we don't talk about right now that when we start talking about playoff games, we're going to be talking about.
1: And there's going to be names that you're going to recognize. Um, we're going to be talking about Tetler. We're going to be talking about Haslip. Um, I think uh, Atkinson is a name that we've brought up in the past, and this year he's gonna be, have to it's get going to a be bigger a bigger role. Yeah. yeah, he's
2: going to have to step into a bigger role because he was kind of the secondary option. Everyone was focused on the other guys. Now he's the name going to be circled in that receiving core uh, that they need
1: to stop. So, I, I, again, I, I think Darren Letson and his staff will have – weapons to work with, they'll have talent, and they know what to do with it. Yes, they do.
2: I mean, we've said it before, this is one of the deepest and best coaching staffs
1: around, so they they get every ounce of water they can out of every player. All right, so we'll get to it uh, in just a few moments here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast from uh, Camp Today at Marine City. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Badax, run Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky,
3: or visit Tri-County Equipment. is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitor equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company located at 2975 Lapeer Road or call them at 800-250-7520.
1: Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees located at 2801 gratiot boulevard marysville give o'connor realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you
3: if your window stick (laughs) slip
4: again magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
1: The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the Mcmorran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight time Emmy Award winner, Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions With Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810-987-6400, extension 132. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. All right, back with uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and Coach Darren Letson of the Marine City Mariners uh, joining us as uh, we go uh, live from uh, practice uh, today. Uh, Coach, thanks for letting us come in again this year, and thanks for doing this uh, with us and and taking a a few minutes. Uh, And I haven't had a, a chance really to talk to you that much, a little bit during baseball season, but congratulations last year. This Marine City football team made it all the way to the championship game at Fort Field.
5: Yeah, thanks. I, I appreciate it. Obviously, we appreciate you guys being here and everything you do for the area and, and broadcasting and promoting uh, area, area athletics, really. Um, and, and last year is uh, in the rearview window now. We know it's uh, you know 2022. We kick off here in, what, 19 days or so, whatever that may be, on that Friday the 26th. So uh, we got our work cut out in front of us this year. We know we're going to take everyone's best shot, as really we feel, feel we do every year. And uh, we just got to work to prepare and, and, and see how uh, see how good we can get. You know, you
2: talk about last year's in the rearview mirror, you talked to one of your coaches, they said, this year, this team wants to make the statement for itself. You're going to have a lot of new faces, a lot of holes to fill, especially on the defensive side of the ball. How do you keep a team hungry in a program that year over year is expected to win league titles and make deep runs in the playoffs?
5: Yeah, it's, it's harder now, probably more than ever, because of social media, but you know, you really have to block out uh, all that stuff, and you know, I guess there's some preseason rankings out that uh, my son was telling me about, or, or whatever. And and basically, you know, the motto we've taken on this year is it's about the chase. Mm-hmm. You know, the chase is never ending. The chase is ongoing, and um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna live through that. Uh, we're gonna live through the process of 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 the season, which we've done each season. Uh, we know there's challenges each each season, and how you handle those challenges will, uh, you know, determine where you're standing at the end of the season.
1: Um, something to keep it a little bit uh, fresh is the Mac realigned, yeah. and there's some new faces in there and some old faces. But yeah. the Saint Clair game is now a league game, and, and not that that game needs anything to boost it up, but
5: you know that, that gives it another little kick. Oh, I, I think it's great. I think it's it's great that St. Clair's in the back in the silver with us. Obviously, Mary's was still there. Um, Lanfear I believe, won the bronze last yep. year and, and it made the playoffs, so they're in the silver. I think we play them game seven or something like that. And, and Dave Schindler always coaches them up at, at Clintondale. And, you know, it's 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 you know it's tough. I know we're playing a tough Durant team uh, at the end of the season there, uh, uh, who made the playoffs as well. So, you know, we got our work cut out for us, our, our kids, you know, our, our kids live for this. They live for the challenge of this each season. Um, and like I told them in the in, in the aux gym, we're going to try and captivate a school, a community, an area again and, and see what we can't do. And, and obviously we want to play well into no, November, which every program does. But um, we got to control what we can control to be able to do that. Well, as
2: a coach, it has to be a little easier for you knowing you have a 30-year starting quarterback yeah. and a running back who you can hand it off to that had 30 touchdowns last year. Jeff Heslop and Zach Tetler have to, at least offensively, ease your minds a little bit. And defensively too, because I've seen them on that side of the ball and play
5: well on that side of the ball. Yeah, you know, Jeff and Zach are, are, are proven commodities. Uh, we know we got a home run threat with Zach. I think everyone we play knows we have a home run threat with Zach. Everyone knows what we have with Jeff. Uh, you know, but man, I tell you, what, what Parker Atkinson and Anthony Rufino have done in, in, in the seven and sevens, and then uh, Colin Gabler is going to be a young sophomore tight end. Uh, he's going to hold his own. We got, we got, we, you know, we have some of our kids back on the offensive line. Um, Griffin Schulte, who stepped in last year about halfway, um, has had a tremendous offseason. Um, you know, and I really think we have some seniors like Caleb Volkman. Uh, Connor Fournier Keegan leach you know uh, Brady even when you played you can attest to this whether it was in college or in high school it's amazing how when kids mature and become that senior they, they just come out of their shell a little bit knowing there's no tomorrow and they mm-hmm. have that just that special senior season um, you know that, that that they remember forever and really if you go back and look at championship teams right I mean obviously the Patriots knew they had Tom Brady Alabama has their stars and, and all that but it's your role players it's it's those kids that have that special season that really puts you over the top and get you to where you want to get and every program needs that i think we have some of uh, of that with with some of our kids and Again, we're going to enjoy the process, block out uh, what everyone says, and we're going to go about our business.
2: Well, that was my next question is you lost some really good role players. You go back, you look at the Corona game, you look at the Portland game. You had some role players, Ty Nelson, Jacob and Cherick, step up that. Those are the holes that maybe everyone's looking at, oh, how are you going to replace Walker? But there are a lot of role players that maybe didn't get the shine that are going to be tough to replace as well.
5: There is, and I and I think any, you know, uh, coach would tell you, I think uh, Coach LeGru there at Cross Lex would tell you they had a, a little run there in the playoffs that, you know, the good thing when you have those runs in the playoffs isn't just the team that you have, mm-hmm. but those kids that you need the following year or two to perform in your program, they're getting all those extra reps, you know. Right. So those guys got, in our case, what, 30 extra practices or so, something like that leading into – Leading into the season, so those guys I mentioned, and, and there's others. Uh, Will Steyer, who's a junior now, was up as a sophomore. Jeremy Westrick uh, who was up as a sophomore last year, those kids got some critical playing time, but they also got those added reps in our playoff run. And man, they're 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 ready to go. Um, and uh, you know we're we're gonna have that It's gonna be a fun environment uh, against Armada. There looking ahead to game one, uh, we got our JVs playing at four and. Uh, the varsity is going to play at seven on Friday, so you know, similar to what we get at St. Clair, it should be a very nice uh, uh, high school environment. We're doing it on Friday because basically I think we'll be the only only teams playing in the area, so it should be a good draw. It should be a lot of fun. It should it should give uh, high school kids a good experience.
1: You know, you guys aren't always the biggest team size wise, and yet you generally you don't get pushed around. And then I don't know where you get it from if you've got little bottles of it somewhere in the gymnasium and the guys drink it, but speed, team speed at Marine City is as much a tradition as winning.
5: Yeah, you know, I I, I credit our kids. I I, I do think, um, I do believe now, I should say. Uh, some of the stuff we do in the off offseason um, sets us apart. We do some stuff differently. Uh, I don't know that I want to share all my cards <laughs> with that, but uh, – uh, and the other thing is I think we do a nice job or our staff does a really nice job of if kids will naturally play faster uh, if they truly know what they're doing. Um, I really think a lot of our schemes are pretty simple and we just constantly practice those schemes and and, and, and you know I read a lot of you know what Nick Saban has to say and a lot of those guys and, and, and really as much as it's just important to train your mind. As mm. it is your body, you know, because your your legs aren't going to quit because your legs are quit. Your legs are going to quit because your mind is weak and telling right. your legs to quit. So if you want to get over that, you have to learn to train the mind uh, as, as as much as the body physically. And, and I think our kids, and I think some of what we're doing, uh, does a pretty good job of that. And, and Friday nights just seems uh, seems slow to them for a lot of th- you know a lot of mm. reasons. Of and I, again, I think it's things that we're doing. Um, Obviously, naturally, some years you're going to be faster than others, right, physically. But uh, I just think the way the staff goes about preparing our kids really helps us with that. You
2: you mentioned game one against Armada. Coach Rowley, they make no bones about what they want to do. They want to run it. They want to pound it. They want to go four yards in a cloud of dust. And they want to grind you to death. But you said you're playing the team. They were the surprise team last year, a nice test week one. And you said Friday, you're going to be the only show in town should be a fun game, but talk about Armada and how you prepare for what might be the most physical game on your schedule.
5: Yeah, I think, I think it's great. You know, I think it's great for them. Uh, I, think, I think, I know it's great for us with the, with the style of football they play. Um, you know, why not find out in week one where you're at physically, uh, where you're at program wise, where you're at in a lot of areas, right? I mean, it doesn't matter what program you are in the state. Um, you know, come November, you're going to play in some interesting weather. Right. If you're going to play in November. So you have to be able to stop the run and you have to be able to run run the football. I know everyone has, you know, these spread offenses and all this, you know, stuff now. But the game, when you look at it, really still is pretty simple. Run the football, stop the run. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we're going to find out right away if we can do that against, against our I main. I'm sure they'll throw it some, right? Every, everyone who runs the football well has a play-action game. I'm sure they have mm-hmm. that. They will have that. But, uh, you know, we know we have to stop the run. We're going to see if what we did in the weight room helps us against them. And and uh, we'll go from there. But it's, it's going to be fun, I'll tell you that.
1: You know, do you like this? Because the first half of your season, your first five games, what we would consider your three big rivalry games, are all right there? Like you're gonna open with Armada, then St. Clair is week three. Marysville is week five.
5: Yeah, it's I think I think it's cool. Um, I wish we had one of them maybe a little bit later in the season, <laughs> but uh, at the same point in time, why not, man? Let, let's run the gauntlet. Um, you know, you don't get again go back to the playoffs. You don't get weeks off in the playoffs. So uh, let's let's go at it. You know, I, I like I told them in the uh, in the in the auction before we came out here you're gonna be pushed this year mentally probably more so than ever because just of you know everyone wants everyone that's not part of us wants to see us lose mm-hmm. which I understand right that's the competitive nature of, of athletics right you know um, so we, we have to be able to take those body blows we have to be able to take those shots and God Armita you know what Kyle's done there coach Raleigh's done there uh, they're, they're gonna deliver them physically so we got to be ready to take that
2: well coach Last question for you. Obviously, everyone knew what last year's team was. What to expect from this year's team? How might they be different? How are they going to be similar? Because at the end of the day, Marine City football is Marine City football.
5: Um, How are they going to be the same? We're going to be the same with the way we attack the game. Uh, We're going to be aggressive on defense. We're going to be aggressive on offense. Defensively, we're going to try and cause turnovers. Uh, Offensively, we're we're going to try and be explosive and take advantage of our opportunities when they're there how are we going to be different that's an interesting question i guess i haven't thought about that i guess the one thing i would say uh different than last year i think last year we may end up when people watch us play we may end up being maybe a half step faster last year but i really think we're a stronger uh team in regards to you know if you want to lift weights uh, that type of stronger now will that translate the physicality you know we're going to find out
1: all right uh, as always Thanks again, and uh, stay healthy, and uh, and good
5: luck. Thanks a lot, guys, and uh, <laughs> staying healthy is the key to any any season for any any coach, right, or any team that wants to be successful, but uh, enjoy the rest of your week out at the other schools you go visit, and we'll see you on the 26th. Thanks, Coach. All right, we're joined
1: now by Jeff Heslop, uh, the uh, quarterback at uh, Marine City, and he's a third-year starter, fourth-year yeah. starter. Yeah, t- feels
6: like time he- flies by. Yeah. Yep, third year.
2: Third year seems wow. like just yesterday. I was doing the Fitz game talking about the new kid at quarterback, Jeff Hasselup. Now he's going into his third year. I
6: mean, I'm sure it feels just as fast for you too, huh? Oh yeah, it feels like it was yesterday where it was my
1: first year. Feels like yesterday that you had that drive against Marine City, or Marysville, or Marysville, and even that's been a couple <laughs> years
2: now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you guys obviously coming off a state title appearance. You lose a lot, but you bring, you're you coming back as a third-year starter. How do you feel you're going to step into the role of the leader? Because there was a lot of good senior leaders here last year. A lot of them are now gone. You want to have this team have a new identity. How are you going to take that role?
6: Well, when you have a – I don't even know how many kids that were – like I looked up to last year, but when mm-hmm. you have that many kids that you can look up to, like it's just easy to just fill that role because – with four years on varsity like you've seen so many different captains Mm -hmm. like you know how to captain by now and you know like what works and what doesn't
1: well I know two of the guys Wyatt uh, Walker and Charles Tigert won't be here this year but that might work out in your favor and a guy like Zach Tetler's favor because now you guys have to have the ball a little bit more (laughs) Yeah I mean
6: obviously with those two like they were such key players but when they're gone then now you get to see like who's going to step up and who's going to take their place. It'll be fun to watch.
2: How has the summer been? I know your coach head coach, Coach Letson was very um, prideful of how much you guys were in the weight room working out. How has the summer been and how have some of these guys that maybe will step up and fill those roles? How have they done leading up to fall camp?
6: Oh the summer has been great with the We've had two camps. With those two mm-hmm. camps, we've, we've put in a lot of work. Our defense has come along like a lot, and to see those kids that took huge steps during the off season, it's, it's pretty fun to watch.
1: Uh, let's talk about the, the defense um, a little bit because that's probably where you guys are going to have to fill most of uh, the, the holes. Um, and, and that might also play into how much the offense is going to have to – Put points on on the board uh, this year.
6: Yeah, for sure. um Graduating, how many other kids we graduated from our defense? But when you have like the kids that played under them coming back, who like they looked up to all those kids that graduated, I think we'll be fine. Like mentally, we're there, so it'll be fun. But then offensively, I mean, if, if stuff doesn't go as planned for the defense, we have the kids that can go compete and go outscore any team that we play.
2: You say the mentality's there. It just feels like it's indoctrinated in everyone what the expectation is. I mean, we said this last year, you show up, it doesn't look like the first day of practice. You guys hit the ground running, coaches have you moving. I'm sure everyone out here in orange and black know what the standard is and how to live up to it. And again, now as a leader, you help keep that bar up high.
6: Oh yeah, every kid here was pulled up last year at the and um, all those JV kids got pulled up, and they got to see how we practiced. And when mm-hmm. making that deep playoff run, they got to stay around longer and longer, and they saw, like, what it takes. So by the time they get here, they know what it takes to go out and do what we did last year. Uh,
1: practice is something at Marine City, and, and probably for you, you don't realize it because this is what you guys do uh, every every day when, when you come out here. But we go around. We see other teams practice. Yeah. Mariner practice is different uh your practice is uh, high tempo it's high tempo it's more like what you see with college teams yeah i've always wanted like
6: the four years i've been here i've always wanted to go to like one practice just to see how they prepare just to like go and watch one of their practices to see how different it is because this is all i know
2: well one of the reasons why it can be so high tempo is you have so many different coaches oh yeah and you can get such one-on-one work i mean you look at any time you have four different position groups going and especially as the quarterback Heck, half the time their offense or defense is going and you're getting one-on-one uh, coaching over in the corner, how much does that help being able to really focus in and have really good coaches teach you what you need to know?
6: Oh, it helps a lot, especially when you ha- you don't have one bad coach that mm-hmm. doesn't know what they're talking about. So when you have, like, ten different guys that all know the game, they've been around, and they know our process because most of them have been here before. That Like, this isn't their first year back. Mm-hmm. So, so that mm-hmm. helps a lot. And then when everyone else is doing something and then – my sophomore year, when I had Brendan K here, that helped a yep. lot because it was just one-on-one work the whole entire like three weeks up until our first game. So that helped a lot, and just every year when you get that one-on-one work, it just helps you so much more because then you can find you can fine-tune so much and like the little things you do wrong, right? You just you fix them right away.
1: Yeah. What What was it like for you, uh, and what did a guy like Brendan K? What rubs off from him to you?
6: Um, most of it was his mentality because the. Marysville Drive he looked at mm-hmm. me and he just said go have fun go out and win and when he, he said that when, and laughed and I like it just took like all the nerves out of you and he's obviously been through the process he won a state championship here. right and when you when you can look up to someone like that it just helps so much the, like the mental wise and he obviously taught me like a lot of the skill stuff that I know now and that I do but I think the biggest thing was the mental part that he taught me
2: now you guys you know you have the target on your back. You're the one everyone's gunning for. Everyone wants to knock off the team on the top of the mountain. But Coach Leston told us it's about the chase this year. How do you have the chase also
6: knowing everyone's gunning for you at the same time? Well, uh, the, like, we can't get big heads, and we know mm-hmm. that. And when you want to go win a state championship and you got that big that cross on your back and everyone's mm-hmm. going for you, it just makes you work harder. And when you, when you have them all targeting you every week is – you have to work hard, and every week you have to work hard. And by the time you get to the end, hopefully the chase is done.
1: I think what Zach what have thirty touchdowns something last like year? that. How fun is is that for you when you give the the ball to a guy like that and you watch him get the edge, or you watch him go through that hole, and then they're down the field the way those guys can run. Oh, it's amazing! You can just
6: see twenty-seven. And he's hmm. three seconds later, he's in the end zone. It's like that's awesome. And it was it was like third and seventeen last year. I think it was in a playoff game, and we ran a screen pass to Zach, and he hit the edge. I think was it was just, Dundee. Yeah. yeah, he was just gone, and it was that's so fun to watch when you can just give the ball, and you're like, I trust you. And he <laughs> just hits the edge, and he scores.
2: Week one this year at home against Armada. You know they're going to be a physical team. They were kind of the surprise team last year, and they would like nothing more than to really announce that they're a program here to stay than knocking you guys off. What's the mentality going
6: into week one against Armada? Oh, it's just heads down work hard like nothing's guaranteed nothing has ever been guaranteed here And when the coaches drive that mentality of they're there to kick your ass It's just like you have to work hard because you don't want to go out and get embarrassed That's the last thing we want is to just go out and get our ass handed to us And it's just we work hard every day. Yeah, I
1: was kind of say a a smash-mouth game for week one might be a good thing for everybody
6: Oh, yeah, especially when you have St. Clair, I think, week three.
2: Yeah, St. Clair week three and Marysville week five, so three of your first five games are local rivalry games that Spotlight's going to be on you guys.
6: Yeah, so when you play a BWAC team, they're obviously going to be physical, and then when you go and play St. Clair, it just, it, that first game is going to really help us. Well, um, I asked this
2: to everyone. What what should we expect from Jeff Heslop, and what should we expect from the Marine City Mariners in 2022? Oh, yeah. You should
6: expect a real fun season from everything. It's going to be real fun. I'm excited.
2: Well, last two years have been a lot of fun. I don't see why this one would be any different. And, well, we'll get it started the first Friday
1: on, what, the 26th? Yep. Yeah, 26th. Against uh, our main, it should be a, a lot of fun. Uh, Jeff, stay healthy. Thank you. Uh, and good luck to you guys. Thank you. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall
3: Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and Zach Tetler joins us uh, now. Uh, I'm going to get this one started, Zach, because I got to know. How does a guy that on offense gets the ball five <laughs> Touches a game. Score 30 touchdowns. Come on. Well, I mean, I got to think
7: my line last year. They were amazing. Every time I got the ball, there was a hole for me to run through. So that helps a ton. Just the whole team makes holes, and I just run through
2: them. With the way, obviously the wing T of Marine City. And you have, not just yourself, but other backs, both past and present, that can touch the ball. How much does knowing the wing tee, hitting your timing, help get you those big gains and those big plays because half the time the defense doesn't know where the ball is.
7: Yeah, just like you said, it helps a ton. If you're not getting the ball, you're carrying out a fake because that's Mm -hmm. the second most important thing is, like, if you're not getting the ball, you're doing something,
1: you're not just watching. Mm -hmm. carry out a fake and get tick eyes, so that helps a lot. I think, too, part of the reason, as Brady said, you guys usually have a lot of options, and that's part of the reason why you only get it maybe five to ten times a game. The other part of it is they need you on defense, too, where you really help out this football team a lot. Yeah. So, defense,
2: I mean, do you – like playing both sides of the ball or when you go on defense what's your mentality do you like one position more than the other
7: oh yeah no I love playing both ways uh defense is really fun because you're not the one who everyone's trying to hit the whole time you're (laughs) trying to hit them so like that's the good part about that Uh, but I love playing both ways
2: so last few years, as I mentioned, you had some other options. Obviously, Charles Tigert was one everyone was focused on, amongst others. This year, you're the guy in the scouting report. Everyone's circling with the big red marker, saying we have to stop Tetler. We have to make sure we contain him. How are you taking that change in mentality from being one of the options to now being the number one no-doubt option in the backfield?
7: Well, I mean, last year we had Charles, obviously, mm-hmm. Kretschmar, but yep. this year we got me, Rafino. Yep new muscat he's a sophomore and like we still have other options they're gonna if they key on me good then they're gonna have to learn how to take away other people because if they're keen on me then somebody else is gonna score touch on. so
1: yeah and, and that's something that you guys do really well here at um, Marine City is if there's a young guy if there's a, a junior or a sophomore and they can play you, you guys at Marine City aren't I mean you guys did it with Jeff Heslip, you guys did it with you you're not afraid of giving those guys the ball and giving them their chance yeah no they're they've been working hard all
7: offseason they're strongest underclassmen I've seen and and so I
2: mean what what's the mentality when you know, some guys you get in some programs, they want their touches, but even like Dennis alluded to earlier, there would be games where you get five touches and two of them break for big yardage, but you said you know your role. You like when you carry out a fake and you bring the linebackers to you. What's the mentality and the unselfishness of the backfield to be able to have team success over maybe necessarily the individual numbers?
7: That's like our whole team's motto is nobody's selfish. And if, like, if you look at past teams in this program's history, like – You'll have kids my size playing line because we're unselfish and we already have running backs that, like, they're not gonna help the team there, so they go play a guard. Whereas if they were at a bigger school like Dakota, they wouldn't be playing there. We're just unselfish team and do whatever we need to do to win. You
1: know, we'll we'll joke about it on a, on a Friday night. The the stats will come in and Brady will go, oh, you know so-and-so had 177 yards, and I'll go, oh, so he had three carries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But but sometimes that is what happens with you guys.
7: Yeah.
2: I mean, how, is it hard to get into a rhythm sometimes, or do you have to just, you know when your number's called, you're ready to go, or do you like getting two, three, four touches in a drive to kind of get the get warmed up a bit?
7: I mean, obviously I obviously like to get the ball more because, I mean, it's just more fun that way, but, <laughs> like, I don't really care how much I get the ball as long as my team's
2: winning. This year, obviously, well, every year you have the target on your back. But this year, coming off a state finals appearance, especially week one, our made is going to want to make a name for themselves. the The motto has been been embrace the chase. You know, work to get back to where you are and make a name for yourself with with a new group of kids because we said you graduate a lot you have obviously yourself jeff other rufino other returners back but how are you going to embrace the chase this year and kind of live up to that motto i mean
7: we're just staying within ourselves. we're not trying to do too much we're just taking it one day at a time and getting better every day and just we're some people are saying like we graduated a big class and all that and we're we we're using that as motivation like we're just trying to get better every day and not looking too far ahead.
1: Well, I, I think you get a, a really fun game to open the season with because our Ar- Armada kind of runs similar offense to you guys. I know they like to, to pound the ball and they like to kind of to play smash mouth, and I think that's a good way to open the season, a game where you know you're going to have to be physical.
7: Yeah, it'll be a great game. They're close to home, uh, good team, and it'll just be a way to wake us up. We'll be hitting right away.
2: Well, how have you become a leader? Um, obviously, last year you mentioned the big class. How have you now stepped into that role that you're the one people are looking up to? You're the one the younger kids, as you mentioned, the underclassmen, are looking to for guidance.
7: Last year I was kind of like in a middle role. I had like some leadership just being one of the older kids on the team. But this year I'm now a captain, so that just I I'm, I'm the one who has to rally everyone together and keep everyone juiced up, and I just kind of I looked at I take what our captains did last year because mm-hmm. Wyatt and Charles and eventually Scott did a great job and I just try and fill their roles
1: I mean that's it's a big deal here at Marine City and that's it's a it's a point of pride getting named a captain for this football program mm-hmm.
2: what does that mean to you to be a captain and follow in the shoes because you look back the last 15 20 years of the captains there and now you're a part of that lineage of, of captains and great players in this school's history.
7: I think it's amazing. It's a great honor because I, when I was younger, I remember going to the Mariner football games and seeing the few kids on the field and they would be my role models. I wanted to be like them when I'm older and
2: now I'm in their place and i just proud to be there. Well, Zach, I asked everyone this. What to expect from yourself and from Mariner football this year in 2022? Well, a lot.
7: Good team, mm-hmm. explosive offense, and we're going to be in
1: your face on defense. Well, stay healthy, number one. And uh, number two, good luck. Thank you. Thanks All for right. having me. No yeah. problem. Thank you. And well, I think we'll have someone,
2: a fun guest coming up here in a little bit. But thanks again, Zach, and uh, get back to
1: practice and, like Dennis said, stay healthy. Thank you. All right, now Darren Letson joins us.
8: Dave and, Friend. Dave Friend. We already had Darren Letson. We already Letson. had Darren Letson.
2: I know. it's. It, we just had to survive all the rain. Your your brain's a little messed up. It's early. That's a tough
8: comparison, too. <laughs> <laughs> look at me and Coach Letson. I almost take offense to that. <laughs> oh, 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 All right.
1: No, uh, Dave Frent is uh, with us, and, and this will be fun because we'll just say, hi, coach, and about yeah. 30 minutes from now he'll be done with his opening statement. <laughs> no, you know, you're like a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can
8: talk a little bit, you know, for sure. For sure. No, so, thanks for coming out.
2: Oh, yeah. So how about that Mariner defense? <laughs> you're going to have to replace a lot on the Mariner defense. Yeah. It's, I think it'll be a fun challenge for you this year.
8: It will be. I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I think uh, – I think we lose nine or ten guys, depending if we were in a nickel or mm-hmm. how many DBs we had in. Uh, with probably Tetler and Rafino the only guys coming back. But we had some guys that I think could have played last year. We just had like a almost an embarrassment of speed last year and uh, had guys in front of them. So we're excited for that. And uh, I think you know, like I was talking to you off air, mm-hmm. we got a lot to prove. I think there's guys that feel like they have something to prove, and and uh, so that'll be an exciting challenge for us.
1: Before we get into this year's. Guys, mm-hmm. we we we'd be remiss not talk about a team that went to a state championship game last year. Wyatt Walker, Charles Tigert, and that's just naming two guys. Yeah, and
2: Nelson's there's so yeah, Nelson Hinchyric. There's so many role players that elevated that defense to the level it was.
8: Yeah, and that was a really fun year, and and uh, you know it was cool because. Uh, my, my two nephews, the Nelson twins, were they were on the team as seniors, so I kind of grew up with that group. Uh, so i know known all those kids since they were in, like, fifth grade, so a special group to go there. And, uh, yeah, they bought in, and, and they were able to buy into all the different game plans that, you know, you get in the playoffs, sometimes you're throwing stuff at the wall see if it sticks and, and they always uh, bought in, and they, they, they played well. It was They were a fun, really fun group to coach.
2: So like you said, off the air, talking about this team is hungry. They feel like they have a lot yeah. of proof because, well, we joke that every couple years ago, well, Marine City lost a lot, and then there's going to be three guys whose name we don't know who step up. I'm sure there's guys you have expectations for, but... Who do you expect to maybe take that step on the defense? And you hope, come week one, we're talking about this kid. Has- Thing
8: like we we're already hearing it from teams around the area. You know, no Tiger, no Walker. Mm. Marine City is going to be done. Uh, yeah, you know, re-
2: and- rewind it. No Scarcelli.
8: No No Matheson. <laughs> yeah. No K. Yeah. But yeah. it is, it, it's odd how that happens, And uh, but no, we, we're expecting some guys to step up, and uh, some of the names you guys have heard, You know, like I mentioned, Tetler and Rafino, mm-hmm. Parker Atkinson I think will be very good, but I think some guys that, that uh, probably are unknown right now, Caleb Curtis mm-hmm. is having a, a pretty good, he's had a good summer and he's had a good day so far today, but. Uh, we're expecting him to be uh, a, a good player for us. He's got some good size and some good speed uh, as a DB. And then uh, Cole O'Croy, who he kind of stepped in at the end of last year, mm-hmm. uh, with having Charles, you know, we had him at a kind of linebacker type spot. And then, but his versatility against like uh, GRCC, we were able to play um, play him as a DB because they just had so many, you know, weapons. Uh, and that allowed the only reason we could do that is because we had a kid like Cole Croy that could right. come in and play his spot. So we expect a big year out of uh, of Cole O'Kroy as well.
2: By the way, look at this hospitality. Get, Gator Light, get to refresh ourselves because we're we got wet enough in the rain. So now we <laughs> need to rehydrate. That, thanks, Coach Shield. That,
1: yeah, coach Cole, Shield's
8: the best in the business, man. He's the best linebacker head coach in the well, area. I'm
1: gonna tell you, it's been raining all practice, but there's still some humidity out there. I just walked to the car and back a little while ago to get some stuff to cover up the gear. To keep it dry, and I was exhausted. I can only imagine what these kids are feeling. This is nothing. I mean,
8: I mean we're we're lucky that it's not like it was yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I think we got a little break with that. But these kids know they they, they put in the time in the summer. They're get, they're in shape. They're ready to go physically. They're ready. Uh, it's just getting them to know what we're doing and and uh, being able to. Get the mental reps.
2: Coach Letson talked on this, and you can see it in practice. With having the JV kids up during the run last year, it was almost like they got a second camp's worth of yeah. practices. So you come out right now, you're already doing offensive versus defensive stuff. You're not starting from square no. one. You got out here, and the ground hit the ground, and you are running from the get go.
8: Yeah, well, and we talk about that, you know, with those playoff runs. That's five extra weeks. That's yeah. a half a season. So that's definitely what, three helps. We- Well, two weeks, yeah, really, right. before yeah. game week. So they got a whole extra half season. But not only that, I think that's just the way the program has evolved over the years. Uh, you know, we do some things throughout the school year to to get them a little bit um, further advanced, so we can do this. Like we we know we have like an X's and O's session before school or at lunch during the school year to to get them. They should know the playbook coming in. And we in our camps in the summer, we got one in June, one in July, which you're allowed to do. And uh, those are really just to get those things in place so that we can hit the ground. And it's not it's not teaching the X's to know. They should know them, and we're expecting them to know mm-hmm. them, and then they got to go out and show it.
1: You know, and, and really, no sport is seasonal anymore. Every Everything is pretty much year-round no matter what a, a kid is, is doing. So, I mean, they're lifting weights. Uh, they're they're doing things. And, and even if they're playing baseball in June, they're doing things that are going to help them with football.
8: Well, and that's we try. We have to get creative because we want them to do their other sports. I think it's so important to have – to, to multi-sports. I think that's mm. – hopefully that's a trend that keeps going is that people want people to be multi-sport athletes. So we want them to do this. So we have to get creative. After school, it's tough sometimes. I mean, we can lift after school if you're not in a sport, but if you're in a sport, it's hard. So we have to go before school. And so we started doing some things to to get them ready to go. And we and the reason we do it, though, is because we like to go fast. We mm-hmm. we love to go fast, and we – like 10-minute sessions, 10, 15 minutes at the most – And and then we're changing it up and going fast, 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 fast. Because that's how the game is. The game, you don't get a chance to slow them down and say, all right, now we got to walk through this. It's not how it is. So we want the game, when they get to the game, to be like – all right, we've been through this. We've seen the chaos at practice. We got to almost create some chaos at practice, so they're ready for it come game time.
2: Well, you watch practice, and at one point, you're kind of running the show for 10, 20 minutes. Then yeah. you stop Coach Letson, or someone else comes up, and then you break out into your individual groups. It is very high-paced, and well, with the, the depth of your coaching staff, which is a weird way to put it, but with the depth of your coaching staff, you're able to do that.
8: Yeah, and, and the experience, you know, just working together for so long with these guys too, you know, um, like you said, Coach Sheal, Andy and I have been together for years now, and uh, you know. And then you've got guys, Coach Scarselli coming back and helping out. Like this guy's a legend here, you know. So you know you can trust guys to do their job, and you know that uh, everyone knows their roles and is comfortable. You're not going in the first day of practice wondering what you're going to do that day. Right. Like we. It's a well-oiled machine, and that's that's kind of makes it fun and a little easier. Yeah, that's the the other
1: thing that that I think we should point out is like okay. Day 1 of practice for you guys. Isn't day 1 of practice. It's day 10,000 of <laughs> Marine City football.
8: Yeah. Oh, yeah, so someone asked me yesterday, you know, what's the what's day 1 like? What's week 1? And I kind of went into it and they're like, "Oh, see, you guys are, it's not like get to know each other and conditioning. It's you guys are hitting the ground running. I'm like absolutely. It's, that that's the summer stuff is for. This is we got to put time in. You, you said it. Camps yeah. two weeks. Yeah. You we know, you got you get a scrimmage next week and then a game. You don't have time to, you don't have that much time. You got to get it going.
2: Well, yeah. In just under three weeks, you'll take the field against Armada. Mm-hmm. As the defensive coach, you know what Armada is going to come with. Oh, yeah. They're going to try to bully you, mm-hmm. they're going to try to physically beat you up. How are you preparing these kids for that game? Because it should be a fun one. In Armada, they were the surprise team last year, and they want nothing more than to really leave their mark and say, hey, we're here to stay we're yeah. gonna go knock off the big dogs
8: I've been really impressed with what I've seen so far there they've got some big kids it's ground and pound' it's, you know there's no secrets they're just gonna try to run you over uh, which you know we're they'll have more size than us uh, but we feel comfortable in our scheme that what we've done especially the last few years doing some things to uh, to help against teams that really try to pound it um, you know it, it wasn't as far as you, know, you look back to the Portland game uh, when we played them in 2018, they just ran us over. They almost ran for 300-plus yards, and I think they threw the ball six times, and they they rolled us. Um, so after that, that year, I thought we were pretty good on D, but there was teams that ran us over, so we put in some different things that do a little point of emphasis to really get better against teams that are heavy run, and so we'll lean on those things. And it, you look back to Portland this year, you know, we knew going in, if we could get them to throw it 20, 25 mm-hmm. times, we were probably going to win the game. And he, I think he threw it about almost 30, uh, and we really stuffed the run. So... We're gonna hope our scheme does it, and uh, you know we'll put our guys in the right spots, and and hopefully they make plays to do it. But we know it's gonna be a, uh, uh, you know, one for the. You can't you can't you can't go in there week that, in week one here. It's gonna be a tough tough guys game.
1: League's a little different this year um, with St. Clair's league game mm-hmm. now. All um, oh, you already had Marysville as a league game. Lampfiers. Lampfiers moved up in, in into the league, and I hey, it was the bronze, but still, they were winning it. Yeah, yeah. So you know that they know what they're doing.
8: Yeah, I, I think it's probably, I'd say, maybe an improved league because of Lamphere coming up, and then even St. Clair uh, coming down from the gold. I think maybe the league is a little bit overall better.
2: Clintondale, at the end of the year, was playing real. They were yes. a playoff team <laughs> yeah. last year. Yep. That At the beginning of the year, you thought, all right, same Clintondale, and then they ended up going six and three.
8: Yeah, and, I, and I'm excited to have both St. Clair and Marysville in there because those are easy games to get motivated for. Uh, and, like, I think Lamphere improves the league. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know who who dropped out. Hazel Park dropped down? Yeah, or, yeah Hazel yeah. Park's yeah. a bronze. Yep. Well, yeah, no. Even,
1: like, Southlake year to year, you the, don't know what they're going to do. It's been, what, two
8: they, years they, in a they, row playing actually, them in the playoffs? You know, and, and Southlake, they're, I think their coaches are doing a great job there. Um, we noticed last year when we played in week two, they were very disciplined. Right. They didn't have your, your penalties that you typically have uh, in week two and thought, like, they, they were uh, – a, a well-coached team so um you know but like i said i think the league's gonna be stronger and it'll be a fun little
2: race well i think uh it will be a lot of fun and yeah week one you're gonna really find out how tough this team is because like we said armada they make no they don't hide it at all no. they're gonna try to run you over and they're gonna try to bully you and i know no, coach, coach Lutzen was very proud of the fact of the weight room that was uh, the work that was put in in the weight room so and it should be a fun showcase game kind of that friday night i know coach Latson likes to do the be the only show in town in week one
8: and we're expecting a physical game and and we pride ourselves on being a physical team so there's no better way to to do that than get a physical opponent right away and and see how you match up so we're excited for that
1: us guys in the media we love a winner everybody else they hate a winner (laughs) nobody's gonna feel sorry for you guys uh and and we kind of brought it out in the first couple of questions, whereas people are going to be looking at Mariner defense this year. Mm -hmm. Do you feel
8: that that puts a little extra pressure on you? No, I think it adds some excitement because uh, and just maybe to prove what we've been doing the last few years has been great. I mean, we look back at our last five years and we're, you know, last few years we've been holding teams under 10 a game, um, you know, and lots of turnovers. Our third and fourth down numbers are outstanding. And then, but then you look and say, well, we don't have a Headley. We don't have a Kretschmar. Right. We don't have a Walker anymore. So it's like, now let's. Does the scheme really work? And we put a whole new influx of players, and uh, we're confident it's going to. And, and, and that'll be So I don't look at it as a pressure. I look at it as a fun little test to see a uh, challenge. Challenge more than pressure. And I like challenges.
2: Well, Coach, I'm excited for the
8: the
2: 26th. It should be it should be a lot of fun. And Definitely. well, I, I'm excited to hear in the background of of Coach Letson's interviews. How about that Mariner defense? <laughs>
8: well, I might change it up. But who knows? Yeah, you got, it might surprise this new year. year. New year, new uh, phrase, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: All right. I,
1: I, I've asked him everything yeah, I know Yeah, no, I'm good.
2: I'm, I'm excited for, for Mariner football, and I know you guys, even though you're top dog year of year, you find a way to keep that chip on your shoulder.
8: Well, you know, it's it's a lot of fun, and it's fun working with these guys. But, hey, thanks to you guys, I think this is amazing to, to have you guys out here and, like, doing what you guys do. Like, I know all our kids uh, listen to the, the podcast on a regular basis. In fact, last year you fired them up. I think you had uh, – Folsom on talking about how our D line was going to be weak and our D line, our <laughs> D line, you know, they were so fired up and I'm you know, glad so it wasn't that, something we said.
2: That, but
1: that's that's the bad thing about not having Folsom this yeah. year to to be on a on a, because he would he he'd say something and I think he did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. you know just
8: to see who was listening. But he, I tell you, it's the kids love it and the coaches love it and I know I've talked to coaches around the area. They all listen to you and it's great to have some attention on the area of sports here. And I, I just God bless you guys for doing it. Thanks, Coach. Uh, I think time
2: for a break, and then we'll go over the season as a whole when we come back. And how about that Mariner defense? How about
8: (laughs) those Mariners?
1: (laughs) See you guys. Marysville.
3: social media for the latest updates on Port Huron
2: Schools.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey Brady Beaton. We're at uh, Marine City today for uh, football and talking Mariner football. And it's, it's always fun to talk Mariner football because let's face it, winning is fun and Marine City and winning... Are synonymous. Yeah,
2: and well, we've talked to obviously the two leaders of this team and then the two of the coaches, and it feels, I don't want to say business as usual, but it's the same type of practice we saw last year. Now, Marine City, they do find ways to replace players. But you're going to have to figure out, it is going to be, even if it's a slight one, there is going to be a slight step back, at least at the beginning of the year. Because some of the names we mentioned, you don't just replace day one. You don't replace Charles Tag. You don't replace Wyatt Walker. You don't replace guys like that and, and all the role players they had, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because... Rafino and, and Tetler are the two returning defensive players, but they play both sides. So there's not really one true returning defensive player, and th- they know that there's going to be a question mark there in the unprovens. and I think that's what's kind of leading them into the season and motivating them for this year.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I look at it too, e- even if you brought back last year's guys, it's tough to hold teams to a touchdown a game every. They year. didn't
2: give up more than 14 points till the state championship game.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it, it's it's just it's it's tough to keep those types of defensive numbers where you know it's if somebody gets 14 points on you, you you feel like you had an off day. That was their second worst
2: performance against Corona when they gave up 14. So it's yeah, it's it's going to be a natural fall because you just you feel like you have to regress to the mean a little. And you take a look at Marine City's schedule, and I think you are going to find out a lot right off the bat. Uh, Dennis, me and you both kind of agree, offense won't be the issue. You no. have a third-year quarterback, and you have essentially a third-year running back who was one of the top touchdown scorers in the state and a home run threat in Zach Tetler. And when you have a third-year quarterback in Jeff Heslop, it just slows everything down a little bit as well.
1: They're, they're going to score... Um, just simply because even though year in and year out, you know what's coming, it's hard to stop this offense. Right. It, it's hard. De- defenses prepare for it every year, and every year they still score at will. And and here's the other thing. Tatler's probably going to get the ball twice as much this year as he has in the past. You think that's a problem? No, no, not at all. And we mentioned Parker Atkinson
2: and some other young guys that you you know, like I joked with Coach Front that oh they lost Brendan K, how are they going to score? Oh they lost Scarcelli, how are they going to score? Oh they lost Matheson and all the other guys, Dennis, yeah. that you've called for touchdowns, and they they find a way. They find a way. It's part of the system, and they they will manage to do it. But out the gate Armada, another team that. I think offensively is going to be stronger than defensively, at least to start. They lost some some key players defensively, and we're going to find out what this Marine City team is now. When you go into league, first of all, their crossovers at Klaus and at center line; those are fairly easy crossovers. You don't really have to worry about those ones. But the Max Silver, I think, is the biggest question mark league we have in this area. And we'll obviously talk more about St. Clair and Marine City, but I don't know what Lamphere is. Clintondale was a playoff team last year that from game one to game nine was way improved and South lake that's just a, a, a wild card team they've been in the playoffs they've you know they kind of snuck in last year in the bronze but they've had years where they've been really good
1: yeah uh, and and I and I look at that we we really like St. Clair hey uh, they were league champs last year they were very improved but they're another team that we're going to go to their thing and go well they got a lot to replace they they do and yeah we're going
2: to kind of have the same conversations with coach bishop who's going to be a quarterback who is going to replace that big offensive line they had a year ago and i think they are going to have a chip on their shoulder and marysville they they bring a lot back but it's from a team that struggled and you're kind of waiting to see who that next breakout player is there but marine City's going to be the favorites in the silver they're the favorites until they lose, and I just I don't know what they're going to be. And depending on what St. Clair and Marysville are, we might not really know to Week 9 at Duran, depending on what Armada is, but we've also, you know, Week 1 will have funky scores that you look back and go, how'd that happen?
1: Well, and that's why I'm saying, like, say they, they play a 40-35 to 35 game with Armada. That's still not going to tell me anything. Right. Because
2: I think what what we're expecting kind of generally right now is the offense is going to score the points, and the defense is just going to have to do enough to keep them, to not make it a track race, track meet. Because, you know, okay, instead of holding them to 10 a game, if you hold them to 20, 21 a game, if you say every team only scores three touchdowns against Marine City – I'm picking the Mariners to win just about all of those games.
1: And I've got a stinking suspicion, Brady, that they're going to hold teams to under 20 points a game. I do, for the most part. There might be, uh, like I say, Armada might score s- some points, but I don't think that's going to be indicative of every week. That, uh, and I think the, the league overall is going to be better this year, but I still think Marine City is going to be the – favorite in every game that they play well and here's another thing about
2: their schedule their big games the games that mean a lot are all at home until week nine Armada's at East China obviously they play St. Clair at East China and Marysville's at, at East China so you have those three games in your backyard going to Lakes not intimidating, going to Clawson, going to Fear, going to Centerline. I know Lamphere could put up some points. That might be a benchmark, but we kind of talked about it. We're going to have to wait to see to week three, week four, which one of those other silver teams are stepping up, which one might be the biggest competition, because uh, for a while it was Madison, and they're down in the bronze. They've been struggling, but not until week nine when they go to Durand is the... Is I guess the big road test before the playoffs?
1: You know, but every year we we, we get the same thing. Like we, we go through the first eight weeks of the season, and then uh, they had to, we circled that Notre Dame prep game. And right, everybody's like, well, we're not going to know about Marine City till they get to Notre Dame prep. It's been too easy. They always seem to be okay. Yeah, don't they? And and, and they beat Notre Dame prep and they, they beat teams in in the playoffs. The Portland game came up. Everybody around the state is like, yeah, whatever, Marine City. They didn't play anybody. Guess what? They got to the state championship game. They were just fine.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but the Armada game is probably going to be
2: the biggest litmus test early because they get through that one, and like I said, Clawson's going to, unless something catastrophic happens, going to be a win, and then you have the rivalry of the St. Clair. But, Armada, the big thing with them is when you talk to Coach Rowley, they return four of the five offensive linemen. Helps a lot, and it helps kind of get get things going early. You don't have to teach as much. And while Armada's going to be big, and you said it earlier, Marine City might not ever always be the biggest team, but they're strong, they're tough, and that's going to be, again, the litmus test early is for both Armada, too, because... Even if Armada, let's say they lose a one-score game, then you go, all right, Armada's going to be a, a tough team this year because I think if Marine City was in the BWAC, they'd be, at worst, one
1: of the favorites to win that league as well. Well, that's what I, what I mean. With, with that game, for both of those teams, I think it's the perfect way to start your season because you know it's going to be smash mouth. You know mm-hmm. you have to come week one ready to play football and these two teams will be good for each other.
2: Absolutely. Um, and again, St. Clair and Marysville. St. Clair, I think, is the biggest question mark team for me. Like, I just, there's so many people to fill. So I really don't know what to expect from that game. Um, would I have liked to see them play each other a little later in the season last year? Because I feel like St. Clair figured it out a bit after yeah. week one. Absolutely. Marysville, Marysville's kind of got to prove it to me this year a little bit they they fell off at the end you were hoping to have a, a um a stronger finish than they did but they bring a lot back but again marine city is going to be favorite the favorite in all nine games until they're until they prove they're not that's just something that year over year you can give the benefit of the doubt to because they've been doing it for a quarter of a century
1: well for for two years now when we do our picks uh, we say it kind of tongue-in-cheek and jokingly, but but it's serious. I'm going to pick the Mariners every week until the Mariners stop winning every I don't, week. I don't think in two years we've picked
2: against them in I know. a single I game. Cause I know I, I haven't. So And I haven't either. So that's just kind of where the mentality is, and you can tell from day one at this camp where it is. And, yeah, I just – There's not a lot of big games to circle besides the rivalry games that I think are going to tell us much. Maybe if Lamphere continues their run, because they were putting up points a year ago, but it was kind of like last year. Once they got past uh, St. Clair and Marysville, we kind of went, all right, put the Mariners on the back burner. We'll come back in week nine when when they're now 8-0 and playing Notre Dame prep, and it kind of feels that way, but we get a little later into the season with week five, and again... Lampfear is the only game there that might be the tough one because even if Clintondale and Southlake are improved, I don't think they're improved enough to beat Marine City.
1: Uh, and, and the other thing about it, and, and we've said this even on this podcast, you come to Marine City, this practice looks like a practice, like, like if you came out in week seven, this looks like a week seven practice already. And we, we we again everywhere we go, we, we don't go anywhere. Where we go. All oh, this is embarrassing. No, like everybody knows what they're doing, but it's just different when we come here.
2: Yeah, it's just the pace and the a really good point that Coach Letson made was yeah the extra five weeks is huge because okay JV kid, let's say you make the playoffs, lose week one. Okay, you got three practices with them and two of them they were trying to figure out uh, where to go and when to be there. Five weeks really kind of indoctrinates those young kids and puts them in a spot where they need to be so that they when they come in they hit the ground running. Look at Jeff Hesslep from four years ago. He played in playoff games as a freshman in, in mop-up duty just to get used to it and his sophomore year, boom, gone. And again, that was a year you're going. Well, wh- who's going to be the quarterback? What's that position going to look like?
1: And 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 it wasn't an issue for them. Uh, and, and again, they they just you, they've they're they're big players, uh, like you said, have already played yeah. big games, been there, done that, um, and you know they're going to lead. That the, um, Zach Tetler mentioned it. I, I think Jeff even uh, mentioned it. That they're captains now. But look at who the captains were before, and and they mentioned we learned so much from those guys. So we we just have to do what Chuck did. We just have to do what Wyatt did, and and if we do that, we'll be good leaders, right?
2: Because they did what the people before them, and it's and it's really just plug and play, and and do what they need to do. It, it's it's a it's a machine. It's a factory. Here because they know the expectations and they know what it is. And it feels, I mean, I mean, Marine City, they have not lost a regular season game that that was played because technically the Notre Dame prep game was a forfeit, but that was a COVID forfeit. The last time they lost a regular season game was September or excuse me, October 5th,
1: 2018. Well, that was like a, a, a league opener. That was opener? October 8th.
2: Yeah. Against St. Clair. That was the last time they lost a game in the regular season. So that was played because, again, Notre Dame prep was a forfeit. So a team that hasn't, think about it. Class of 2023, they weren't in high school. Because you got 19, 20, 20, 2021, 22, 23. None of these kids have been at Marine City High School when they lost a regular season game. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we kind of go until they lose a game. Before the month of October, or November even, I'm going to pick them to win every game they play.
1: (laughs) I'm going to pick them even even if they do lose a game or two, because I just feel like they'll be
6: okay.
2: Right. The defense, I think, obviously is the biggest question, but it goes from being, I think, dominant to pretty dang good. Like, it's a step back but you're still a step ahead of a lot of other teams.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and again, uh, and this is this is coming for me because I've been watching this stuff for 30 years. So it, it it might be a question in week one. It might be a question in week two, but I'm going to be here to tell you that by week three or four, we're going to be going, oh, yeah, same old, same old in Marine City. We can pick them again because you'll see. their Their defense will be giving up fewer points than most other defenses, fewer yards yeah. than most other defenses, and making more big plays than most other defenses. I don't care who they have to replace.
2: Yeah, I, I know a lot of people around the area are waiting for the fall of Rome, but I don't think it's coming just quite yet. No,
1: it's so, not. So do you, do you have anything else? No, I, I'm pretty confident that Marine City is going to be pretty good.
2: And, a, and they find a way, and you know. The coaches find a way. They're the top dog. They have been on top of the mountain in the area consistently for 20 years, and they still find a way to have that chip on their shoulder.
1: I'm just going to say Brady's a lucky dude because I'm old now. I don't see as well as I used to. (laughs) East China Stadium at night. marine city in the black uniforms with the orange numbers which it's hard for me to do a game which you're telling
2: me i'm that's a hundred percent intentional i don't know if they'll admit it but their ones fours and sevens look exactly the same
1: that that's that i'm telling you that's intentional for so so every week i go yeah brady you can go do the mariner game brady's lucky dude yes he gets he gets it's been a couple years since i've actually i don't think you've done one on get stuck on sports no i haven't and and it's and it's been on purpose <laughs> because it's easier for me to see yeah. at memorial state yeah. it really is it's easier for me to see in marysville and i also it, it live really closer is. to, to and, east china well, i mean that doesn't really have a lot to do with it but but it helps. It, it's it's the lighting yeah. it's the distance of the press box um the that you're lucky that you get to see this and oh, kind yeah. of be the, the voice of the Mariners for the last couple of years.
2: Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun, and I think uh, August 26th will be a lot of fun because, like I've alluded to a couple times, if Armada really wants to put their stamp as a up-and-coming football program, if they want to announce that they are going to be here to stay, no better way to, to, to do it than to beat the man in Marine City, but... Whew, I like what our mate is doing I really like Coach rally but it's going to be tough to pick anything but a Mariner win no matter how much they've impressed me
1: yeah uh, and I can't disagree with that.
2: All right anything else on Marine City football before we uh, finish this up Wednesday we will the show will be live from uh, St. Clair practice hopefully it stays dry for us there but excited for that because a lot of questions I have for Coach Bishop and his staff and who are the names that are going to need to step up if the Saints kind of want to repeat as a playoff team and as possibly league champions.
1: Uh, uh, and I'll just say this, by Wednesday we may be missing this rain that we had today. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it rains five days
2: all summer, and one of them is when we're out at a practice.
1: All right, so St. Clair next. Then uh, later in the week uh, we'll go to uh, Marysville. Uh, And then, uh, of course, next week we'll hit the two Port Huron schools and go up to Croswell as well. Sounds great. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine
0: City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.